I had the bells ready, but there will be no bell ringing tonight. The Indianapolis Colts lose 17-16. Heartbreaking. So many causes. None of them. Sam Ellinger. Just absolutely heartbreaking that this game ends in a loss because Ellinger played well enough for the Colts to win this game. This is a Colts postgame live with Kent Sterling brought to you by the great people at BUSR.com slash Kent. Sign up. You get 150% sign-up bonus up to $2,500. If you took the under today, you won. The Colts, though, losers. Ellinger played really, really well. I think Ellinger in the second half was terrific, and who knows what happens in this game if Michael Pittman Jr. holds on to that football. Wow. What a drop. You know what? Michael Pittman Jr. has been, thank you, Mr. Clean. I appreciate that. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr. has been really, really good, and not a lot of drops for the Colts. And and Alec Pierce was good today, and, and so was Sam Ellinger. I mean, this is a really good performance. Uh, you did have the turnovers, and the turnovers cost the Colts this game. Jonathan Taylor's fumble, Colts were in field, field goal range, and uh, Sam Ellinger's fumble also in field goal range. Um, so turnovers are hard to overcome. How about Shaquille Leonard getting that pick? Anyway, Sam uh, Ellinger, 17-23 to for 201, no touchdowns, no interceptions. He was sacked twice. He had a passer rating of 100. That's all you can ask for. And what I said on the high end, it was going to be 14 and 24 for 200. Wound up 17 and 23 for 201. Jonathan Taylor, 16 carries, 76 yards. But you know what? You can't have that fumble. You cannot fumble the football in a low-scoring game like this and win it. I had a party shirt on. I was ready to go. I'd written the whole, like, the introduction to this thing, the title. It's a victory party for the Colts. Didn't come to pass. Colts played well enough to win, but you got to figure out how to hold on. You got to figure out how to make that play on fourth down. Tyquan Lewis's injury was absolutely critical to this game. I hate that for Tyquan Lewis. Nothing he can do. He got hurt. But what he did, he cost the Colts a timeout, and he gave a timeout to the Commanders. And that wound up being a really, really big deal. That play by Terry McLaurin, look, I don't want to crap all over Chris Ballard any more than necessary. It was a really tough game, tough situation all week long, and the Colts answered the adversity about as well as they can. But you know what? Terry McLaurin does not lose in that building. He's 5-0 in that building, and, and the guy that they took instead of Terry McLaurin, Paris Campbell, is actually really good today. Had 28 yards rushing on one carry, uh, receiving two catches and uh, 43 yards. So a good day for Paris Campbell with uh, 71 yards in total offense. So good for Paris Campbell. Where do you go from here if you're the Colts? Instead of being 4-3-1, which looked like it was a fait accompli, right? Looked really good for the Colts. Looked like they're going to be 4-3-1. Now you're 3-4-1. The Titans won today. So they go to, what are they, 5-2 and two now? Right? Something like, I don't know, five and three, I don't know. You know what? 
it, it doesn't really matter. The AFC South is, uh, you know, it, in a jar on a shelf in Tennessee, and and it's done. But uh, the Colts, I thought, played really well. They played with heart. And I thought for the first time, and this is with all respect to Matt Ryan, I thought that Sam Ellinger, for the first time this year, played the quarterback position for the Colts in the way that it's designed to be played. He looked like he was in control of what was going on, particularly in the third quarter. I thought that he looked great. I thought he looked like he was in control. He threw terrific passes with touch, some of them, and and then that pass to Pierce was terrific, and that set up what should have been a score wound up being a Jonathan Taylor fumble. You just can't have that. You can't turn the ball over like that and win games. We've been down that road, I know. I'm repeating myself, but it's so disappointing that the Colts found a way to lose this game when they kind of had it in their hands. They were up two possessions. They were up nine points with under 10 minutes left in this game, give up the field goal, and then on that fourth down, couldn't make the play. And because they couldn't make the play, because Heineke, you know, what are you playing, the the XFL or something in, in St. Louis? The guy can move just a little bit. I am really, really, I, you know what? There are three guys. It, you want to get into blaming people? I don't want to get into blaming people. But damn, Matt Pryor, geez, oh, Pete. Don't hold, although I thought that was kind of a sketchy hold. And don't move, although we didn't see it because the, the buffoons with the network were showing us a replay instead of live action. So we don't really know what happened. Uh, on that penalty where Matt Pryor moved. You can't have that. You can't have a right guard move like that and hold like that. The Quentin Nelson holding, I got no problem with. That's okay. Like, that hold, if you don't hold, who is it, Bostic, right? If you don't hold, Bostic's going to get Ellinger, and you're going to have a sack. Instead, you lose the 10 yards, but you get the the down back, and uh, or the, yeah, you get the playback, and I think the Colts wound up being okay and got the first down there. Um, Terry McLaurin, six catches, 113 yards. This is my city, he kept yelling. And like we found it, Brandon, Brandon Godden, is there anybody better with game notes than Brandon Godden doing a game? Said he and his dad, McLaurin and his dad, used to sit up in uh, the 500 sections, 500 level, and watch games, you know, uh, won two state championships cathedral while McLaurin uh, was matriculating through high school, won four state championships. And then he also won two Big Ten championships as a member of the Ohio State Buckeyes. A, a, I did sidelines for one of those state championship games, and McLaurin was easily the best player on the field and the best athlete maybe I've ever seen play high school football at any rate. Uh, he plays for the other guys now, so what are you going to do? The ultra-conservative play calling after the commanders got the field goal, yes, I thought that was a problem. I thought, you know what, though? I'll give it this to Frank Reich and Marcus Bailey, is that I thought their game plan was kind of aggressive. They started out sort of, you know, with their hands in their pockets and, and not bringing out big chips. And then as the game went on, they got a little more clever. Would I trade Nelson if it meant multiple first-round picks and getting the $20 million back in a second? I would do that with any – if he was nothing but pancakes as a guard, if all he did was pancake guys every single play, 
I would trade him for two firsts and, and get the $20 million a year off the books. There's no guard that's worth two firsts and $20 million a year. None. He has never existed. If he was the demon son of Russ Grimm and, uh, and John Hanna, he wouldn't be worth that kind of money and draft pick. Uh, or draft pick, draft assets. Just a uh, a heartbreaking loss for the Colts. Mm, mm, mm. And, oh, it, it, we're crapping on guys, right? Uh, Brandon Faison in the first half. Uh, I, has he played well at all at any point for the Colts since coming over from the Raiders? I really don't think so. Uh, implode the team already. Let's not get crazy. This was a loss. But this was a fun loss. Oh, I was talking about Frank Reich and, and the play calls. A, a hands in his pocket early and then went off a little bit. Uh, really did Frank gets fired this week. There is no way that Frank gets fired this week. I thought he did a hell of a job. I thought in the second half they opened up the playbook and ding, 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 and woo, and woo, and good stuff. And then after the field goal, they kind of decided we're going to let the uh, let Matt Hawk with a 55-yard punt net. Nice. You know what? You bring a guy in on the practice squad to compete for that job like they did this week. And all of a sudden, Matt Hawk turns into a hell of a punter, right? So the Colts and Reich, they get very, very timid toward the end. Can you blame... Can you blame Frank Reich for doing that, given the two fumbles that were lost already? You cannot fumble the ball two times. Trucking across America, once again, we have to come, we've come out not ready to play. This is the 10th game in a row. The Colts have trailed at the half. But they should have won this game, and I don't think it's on Reich that they didn't. I think that circumstances just kind of metastasized in a way that caused the Colts to lose this game. I don't think this one's on Reich, and I am the first one to call uh, Reich, you know, way too conservative or say that the game plan just was ridiculous and, you know, he's listening to the guys up in the thing. No, he kicked the field goal, didn't go for it. You know what? You lost the game because of the two turnovers, the two fumbles, and Frank Reich did not fumble the football once, right? And the defense, you know what? Stephon Gilmore and Terry McCorn go up for the football, and McCorn comes down with it. And I'll tell you why. And this has nothing to do with Gilmore. Terry McCorn is a winner. And if you got a chance to draft a winner in the third round, you draft a winner in the third round, and that is what Terry McCorn is. And that he's from Indianapolis has no damn thing to do with it. He, awesome. Kid, awesome athlete and a winning player, a winner tonight for the Washington Commanders who had no business really winning this game. But if you're going to blame people, you're not going to blame Ellinger. I thought Ellinger was excellent. I thought the Colts overall were good enough to win that game for sure. I thought, how about Shaquille Leonard going out and getting that interception? Good for him. Feel terrible for Tyquan Lewis. Because that injury to Tyquan Lewis, you know what? That dude gets injured, bad shit happens, right? Tyquan Lewis last year gets the interception, tears his Achilles, gives up the football. This year, 
that something bad happened to his knee, and he knew right away it was bad. He was waving for the trainers, I think, before the play was over. And uh, that rescued a timeout for Washington. They kept the ball carrier inbounds after that play. They would have had to call timeout. The commanders would have. The Colts, they lose a timeout, so they can't. They late. Oh, man, Michael Pittman Jr. Got to catch that football, man. That was right in his hands. And if you get that, you call a timeout. You're one completion away from Chase McLaughlin coming on to kick a game-winning field goal. Thank you for the donation, Charlie Johnson. Make sure you subscribe, like the video, do that. Uh, in just a couple of minutes, we're going to go to call in. I want you lined up. I want you ready to talk. Uh, no crapping on Sam Ellinger unless you feel somehow it's necessary. No question he's got to hold on to the football. Hell, Naheem Hines even got off a little bit. Uh, five carries, 20 yards, and two receptions, 29 yards. you got to figure out how to use him better. I'm not happy with the way the Colts use him. In the second half, he got off a little bit. In the first half, it was typical, like, you know, one yard in a cloud of dust with Naheem Hines. you got to make somebody miss. And for the love of God, what is Ben Banigou doing on the field? When Heineke, thank you, Willie Berry, Berry Hill, for the donation. When uh, Banigou came on the field, and I only saw him on the field once, and this was late. He's on the field, and he got steered toward the inter- uh Jonesy says, Ellinger fumbled, but he passed the, te- passed the test. I completely agree. Banigou got steered toward the middle, and that's where Heineke left. Heineke went right to the area that Banigou abandoned because he was steered. He is so Velcro. He cannot get off a block. Absolutely tragic to watch that guy play football uh, for the Colts because never does a good thing happen because he's on the field. That's terrible to say. But my God, like you you don't have to be a genius to to see this. Uh, Yeah, Colts need to use Campbell and Hines, and they need to use Taylor and Hines together at the same time like they did on the touchdown that they scored, the only touchdown of the game for the Colts. Those two guys on the field together, they can get shit done. Naheem Hines on his own, yikes. Jonathan Taylor on his own wasn't great today. I know he played in a lot of pain, had the ankle that needed to be retaped. They looked at it in the tent, looked at it in the locker room. He came back into the game, but you got to hold on to the football. Hold on to the football like this. Two hands, they come up to you, be like this. He used to do that all the time. I, maybe it was Tom Rathman, the retired running backs coach. Now he had it in his near arm, nearer the tackler, and holding it with one arm. What are you doing? All right. Call in in just a couple of minutes. Download the call-in app. Look for Colts call-in. That's us. We're going to talk about it. We'll get after it. Let's go. Go to my Twitter feed. The link is there for this room. We'll get going in just a few minutes. JB, uh, Ursa has to be throwing furniture out the window after losing to Dan Snyder's commanders. Yeah, there's no love loss between those two guys. There's no question about that, Jordan. Yeah, the O-line. The O-line was not great today. They were good enough to win. When I see Quentin Nelson on his back, I start to get a little bit irritated about Quentin Nelson and the $20 million. I know it's not about money. But it is about my, it's not my money, but it kind of is. It's kind of your money. It's all of our money. Two, tumble, two fumbles cost at least six points. 
That's absolutely true. Let's go to call in. Let's get after it. You tell me something as we go to call in. Breakfast with Kent tomorrow, by the way. Breakfast with Kent, bright and early, 7 o'clock. Cannot wait to talk to you then. Guess what we're talking about? We'll talk about the Colts, but we'll also talk a little bit about the Pacers and a little bit about the Hoosiers. Good win. Pacers, a two-game winning streak on the road. You kidding me?